you uh-huh. muted the, you muted everything. Whoa, 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 Welcome to the Black Slits oh, no, Podcast, no, no. the best already. podcast that is available to talk about black excellence. If you're not thinking about all the other ones that have a lot more funding, money, and audience reach. But we're right there. We're the best ones. I thought you were talking about our show individually. No, you're talking about other black podcasts. Yes, other, okay. other black podcasts. I was podcasts. like, this is one of our most popular others? shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why I let you guys, I do, it was let you guys do this. Oh, I'm not gonna get in trouble. Yes, I, yes, after that last segment, no, 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 no. Last, fuck the last segment. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 fellow uh, community space uh, content creators had a pretty bad falling out. Uh, not to throw anybody or mention anything, but uh, I was hearing about what that guy did, and I'm not doing that to y'all. God dang it! Of course so, not. Yeah, there's too many checks and balances. I hope so. Check and balance. Like <laughs> Tommy almost punched me in the face of our pre-show. <laughs> That's what I said. If I no, I would have never done if, that. It's if I would have. If I would have stoked, yeah, I could have got you to punch me. But I mean, <laughs> gentlemen, 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 before we talk about the fist of cuffs, at the yeah. very least, let's do the two things we're supposed to, which is say, hey, my name is TJ, and I'm really glad that we have all of y'all who are in the chat today. I want to give y'all a little shine. But to pass it along, I'm TJ. Holla at your boy on any form of social media. Just shoot through the excellence. I'll respond through that. I, I, I logged into both platforms, so it's just easier that way. But passing it along to my lovely <clears throat> brother that is slightly <laughs> I'm not black. Hi, I'm Sammy Gonzalez. If you don't know my voice by now, oh my God, what have you been doing through the last seven years? Eight years? I forget how long it's been. Anyway, welcome to the Blackcellence. Um, I'm not black, but uh, I, can, I can bring some insight. But a truly black gentleman we have Jesus. next to me. What? Am I that dog? It's like gem. No, no, no. It's truly as in like the genuineness, not, oh. not the texture or color. Okay. Like, no, go ahead. I don't know about you. You're more. making it work. <laughs> like a texture? Like, he's not a black texture. <laughs> no, does, you said it just, no, you specifically does, said not the texture or the color. Do you feel black? Is that how it is? It feels like pleather. No. If you didn't know. My name is Tommy, everybody. How's it go? I was going to make a cocoa butter reference on how y'all's skin is always so much more smooth than you everybody else's. Tea, you know. Yeah, but I hate lotions and oils. You know this. Yeah, he likes ashy. It's gross. I hate fucking lotion on my body. You got to exfoliate. Feel man. the lotion on the skin. I don't. That that kill that be that feel worse than me getting murdered, honestly, by Buffalo puts, Bill. Geez. Does it feel so? Does Vaseline and lotion feel the same to you? Fucking hate them both. Those are yep. two very different. Things. Yeah, because I don't understand. I don't like the feeling of Vaseline. I, on. I don't like an extra dermis. I don't like anything above the skin. You don't like, like a protective like, layer. Mm-mm. Okay. Sunblock so, barely gets by, and that's only because I get fucking shredded. So you eat boneless wings instead of boned in because you don't like things on your hands. So you don't like no, greasy. Well, like food. yeah, greasy fingers is it? I mean, I'll lick them off. I can't lick off lotion, and nor is it preferred. So it's something that they make. You that can you eat edible. You can find edible lotion. I'm not gonna use the sex lube for hand lotion. That's all right? actual lotion. There's actual just edible lotion. Yeah. What kind of technology and how fat would I have to be to be like, I don't use lotion, but I use animal lotion. <laughs> you say it's fat. I say it's smart. What if yeah. you get trapped in a desert? You can look yourself up. That yeah. is can help sounds worse. And that, this, is, this is way off topic. Science, Ricardo Gavidi is not having a good day after this podcast. <laughs> yes, We're making it worse. Yeah. 
We're but making your no. day worse. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being able to join with us. And if you guys could do me a solid, I want everybody in the chat today, if you're here, being an active participant, to A, leave a comment, and B, share with your friends. Uh, usually the show gets cooking after we get into our topic, but I'd love for people to dive in today because ours is a fun one, and we get to talk about black cinema. It is for C me. Black cinema yeah. is very close, and this is actually one of those subjects where I can genuinely say cinema is very near and dear to all of our hearts here. Uh, black cinema in particular is near and dear to me and Tommy's. Yeah. And uh, he's told us a gajillion times someone went to school for. He says it. I've never seen a degree. It's on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I love Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I didn't even. That had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I love Ford. I can't think of older ones. Hold on. Wait. Was it Poitier? What's his name? Sidney Poitier. There you go. Well, I do want to. Oh, I do no. want to take a sec to take <laughs> kick it back from the jokes, uh, not to spotlight it on you, Ricardo. But hey, want to wish you nothing but well wishes on your surgery, oh, and shoot. I hope everything is okay. We, as the excellence, show to all our almost all the streams. Oh, guys, having a great time. Really appreciate your support. So Hell yeah! Let's make sure that we give you some love, give you some energy. I'm not gonna say the jokes I want to make. So you looked at me like I was because I was laughing about his surgery and I was like, I could make jokes about it to make him feel better or it can make him feel worse. I don't know. How no, feels. don't joke about surgery. Let's make jokes about each other. Yeah. And then when he's better from his surgery, we can clown on him. Oh, we can't make <laughs> memorial stream jokes <laughs> about his surgery. No. Okay, just making sure. Stop putting the black. You, you'll be banned. <laughs> Jordan say, keeps not showing Marcos? up. All right. Mark <laughs> Marcus is doing God knows what. And Jordan keeps not showing up. I'm sorry. Dave was supposed to be about movies. Then, it is about I don't know where this now we're talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, now, it is but about cinema movies. in general is super, super important to our hearts. And having the opportunity to, you know, really expand on black cinema in general and some of the themes, areas, and areas of opportunities to really discuss on the subject of where we're at currently with black black cinema. Okay, I was about to say I don't know where you want to go with this, because I um, know a lot about this. And, and yeah. how about we go with, you know, keep it easy i'm gonna keep it very are we timelining it let's start off with our like if i were to ask what are your textbook some of your favorites from uh the black cinema pool that's a good one let's let's let, let's limit let's limit it to maybe three at max but but top uh, three yeah top three i can do that um Hmm. And and I know that there's a lot. So like it's like you know just I, it, the the we'll say that the choices can change depending on uh depending on where we're at. But ultimately, let's dive into your favorites and I'll kick it over to Mr. Gonzalez. That's fucking hard, man. It's like that's a whole bunch. Um what comes to mind at first, honestly, is Training Day. I like that movie a lot. Does that count it black? It totally counts. Majority of the cast is Ethan Hawke. I don't <laughs> count. <laughs> Yo, he's the um, second lead. So. Uh what other ones? Uh, well, I had one in my uh, Black Dynamite is one of my favorite comedies, mm -hmm. um, and then which is a parody of all those other black exploitation films. And uh, let's see, third one. That's the thing; it's hard to like. Rush Hour doesn't count. No, no it doesn't. Does not at all. <laughs> it's too much of a gem. It's culturally, L.A. though, it's which not. is also culturally L.A. No, that no, first no. one. Him saying it's a gem. Oh, hmm. I'm gonna slap you in your face. You don't agree? Rush Hour is Fuck great. No, I can't Rush, stand Rush fucking Rush Hour. Oh, I great. hate that franchise. It's hilarious. Okay. Black, <laughs> Black Panther. Why not? 
That's just, fair. Throw that, that in there. I mean, well, that's because I'm having trouble. It's a very hard question for me question. to think about explicitly yeah. black cinema. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it easy for you. Number one is a goofy movie. It's a black movie. We claim it, no, I, and I will fight that <laughs> until the if that day was on I the died. table. I would have picked that as my no, favorite black movie. Everybody knows if you've ever heard me talk about the goofy movie, I will never not claim it as a black movie. Fight me, and even the black community claims it. So, number three, a goofy movie. Mine's outrageous too. My cool. number three, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> number two, uh, actually, is more of a more recent film. What I felt during Judas and the Black Messiah, I will never be able to unfeel. It is an amazing black cinema, and it is the, a real representation of how you can do a biopic that ain't about slavery, that is actually educating us about new things and still empowering African Americans at the end of the day, while also showing that yeah, we cut through sometimes um, for some money. <laughs> And I think, and I think that uh, let's go with number three. I'll kick it to the nineties. Number two, you mean? No, no, no. Number, no this number, is number three. Number, number three. One. Wait, number one was Goofy movie. Number three was Goofy. He's going backwards. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's not an order. Number <laughs> you, the, you last one, yeah. the last one. The last one. So confused. That I'll see up for yeah. the conversation. Um, and I mean, there's. A, I don't know why I have such a fondness for this movie. And yes, I could go with a bunch of the classics, but there's some that like you know, like what is it, Boys in the Hood? Like, I, I don't want to say that. Like, I wanted to avoid all those. That's yeah, why I didn't pick them. I'm trying to, but I'm actually gonna put a movie mm. that, by all accounts, isn't reviewed great. But uh, Mo Money, uh, with the Wayne's brothers. First time you saw Marlon Wayans. Um, yeah, first time you yeah. see Marlon Wayans. And the reason I picked that movie is when I think of a 90s movie. It's so 90s. It's so 90s. <laughs> the jokes don't work now. They no. offend. They make fun of deaf and uh, special needs people like right out the gate to make, get a free sandwich. Yeah. Um, but Doing very Wayans but, things. Yeah, doing very Wayans <laughs> things. Yeah. I didn't pick Don't Be a Mess to South Central as For the love picks. of God, don't. Yeah. Or any it's Medea all... movie for that movie, for that matter. That's oh, I didn't want to get punched. Okay. I mean, it would have been fine if it's a good one. But I oh, also... I, are there? No. No. <laughs> that was but, what I wanted you to ask. <laughs> but I also think that, you know, to me, when it comes to those, every time I've watched it, and even when I've watched it, more re I've watched it recently, yeah. I was like, man, you know, I know this isn't like the best movie around. It's not changing spaces. Honestly, if you could look at it outside in, it's probably not a great movie. But that said, I mean, it is black, but it's not like they're not in the hood. They are hustling, but they're not like in the hood. He, he, he's 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 they're hustling for, to get cash. Yeah. They do a couple of things, but he's ultimately it's like a love story. Some guy really trying hard yeah. to, to get with a woman who, you know, is actually out of his league. Um, and so I think it's a good, I, I just think it's a good movie that gets overshadowed sometimes. Uh, and if you ever want a classic 90s feel, it's a great pick. Yeah. Um, now, Key. Now, Key. Shut up, Key. I, those are good movies. No, yeah, one of no, those no, is no. my number no, one. We're, we're, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say, like, okay, so I did not, I, I specifically did not pick two out of the three of your movies. Because once again, Appreciate trying to go a bit Figure obscure. out which one's my number one. But yes. yeah. You were going obscure. Well, I have a super obscure one, so I get to earn that one. Yes, go ahead. But my number three is Tales from the Hood. Anyone who knows me knows it's probably my favorite Tales horror movie. Tales from the Hood movie. is great. Yes. I've never seen it. God damn it. God damn it. I got so. a nice TV now. I can you, well, you're going to watch it. It's on watch, one of the streamers. I can watch all the cinema now. There you go. But yeah, no, that's my number three. My number two is super obscure. Not many people have seen it, and I love it so much. Hmm. It's to sleep with anger. I've never seen it. Danny Glover causing trouble. Yeah. What? Is he a villain? Yeah. Huh. Kind of, yeah. He is. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Fair enough. Kind of, yeah. But yeah, no, he's this stranger that comes into this very mild, kind of, you know, regular 
black American family, no foolishness. It's like rated PG. And he comes in and just wreaks havoc and just causes so many problems and drama all over the course of an evening. It's great. That's interesting. It's very, it's good. Yeah. It's good. And also, the poster alone, if you can look up the poster, it will sell you on the movie. Right. Danny Glover has never looked more evil. What's it called? To Sleep With Anger. What's the name? Look, How do you spell that? To Sleep With, with Anger. Anger. Oh, okay. <laughs> look like, it up, TJ. The poster for that. Oh, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> yeah. No, you can. The, the, the chat's also throwing, uh, I should have picked The Last Dragon. I enjoy The Last Dragon. That above above, above, baby above kids, Wakanda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that, baby we'll, kids. We'll talk a bit more on The Last Dragon when I come to a lot of the influences that come into different forms of black media. But yeah. your last one has a My last one is what? Coming to America. Coming to America. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, I've never seen it. Is. What? I've never seen it because... You, what? Because I've watched beats of it. Like, I've seen like on TV in the middle. And I'm like, I'm missing something. And I probably wasn't even old enough to get it. Or Same. it's because it was the 80s. Late eighties, mid eighties, mid eighties. It's slower paced. It's so not you, though. It's not. <laughs> it's it's a classic for a reason. You can't the say the classics are paced perfectly usually. They're, they're, usually they're hella quick. If you yeah. blink, more money's over. But it's, <laughs> but it's like watching Ghostbusters from the middle. Like you can get some enjoyment out of it, but it's not the same as watching it from beginning to end to no. see how good it is. It's an amazing. What's the name of that second movie? Film to sleep with anger. I'm not. I don't doubt that it is. It's just that you I you like I Star Wars. That's in the 70s. The pacing's far worse. Right, but I never watched Star Wars in the middle, and I already know what happens in Star Wars. I've seen it dozens of times. I mean, it's times. not a thriller. You've seen. It's a generic. I mean, it's as far as what you know is going to It's predictable. Right. But it's the funny shit that's in between. But I don't know what, what kind of is. shenanigans Eddie Murphy gets into. There's like several women yeah. involved. It's, it's and, uh, not. And it's, a whack it's Arnold. Just, no, the love of his life. I'm sorry. Well, first and of all, the chick he uh, that's a creepy-ass <laughs> photo. I have to zoom in. That's a creepy-ass Oh, ass my God. It's great. Why isn't he the Joker? No shit, right? Uh, yeah. Joker can't be black. I also realized, just real quick, as a sidebar, <laughs> I watch more black TV than I did movies, actually. Well, that was, I was on TV. But I was wondering, right? Like, why don't I have much black movies? Living Single? Did you ever watch it? Never got. That was a little too young for that. But like, Where'd you start? Living <laughs> Single. But black TV's a totally different subject. I know. I, know I was just yeah. saying. I was just saying, like... <laughs> My girl. But yeah, go no, ahead. No, I, was like, I was like, I've seen black people on screen before. It was just a small screen. That's yeah. what it was. That's going to be, we'll save cable. that one for a whole Yeah, it was cable, episode, though. But, yeah. like, but so the movies. Oz, was it Oz? I hope, Oz. well, you said you had cable. I assume HBO was what you Oh, had. not, oh, we didn't, I didn't watch that. I wasn't allowed. Oz would terrify you. Oh, my God. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Oz. Yeah, it's terrifying. That's why you are the way you are now. Yes, I am. Because of Oz. Wait, Little Hawkins, the Michael Jackson movie? Th no, which one? Which one's the Michael Jackson movie? I don't know. Meteor Man. Meteor Man. Can we talk about Meteor Man and Blank Man at some segment? Well, yeah, that's near the this end. This could go on forever. <laughs> I mean, so many we got to get into I mean, this. shoot, like, I could even say. We'll go by decade. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, let's do I mean, that. I'm, I mean, Meteor Man, that's the, uh, I, I remember that. The superhero movie, the original one, Black, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Robert um, Townsend. But that's not my superhero Black movie. Mine comes from Disney, just so you know. The Wiz, that's what Disney. Oh, yeah, there's a black movie on Disney. Is it a cartoon where it's an, nope. it's an anthropomorphic is it animal? A, okay. Is it a Disney Channel original? Disney Channel original. With a black superhero? Oh, I know you Yeah, black about. family of superheroes. Yep, 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 I know. Up, up, and away. You've never yep. seen Up, up, and away? Up, up, and away. Is oh, that 2000s? Was that 2000s? Up, up, and away? Yes. Yeah. It I, was on. It, it. It's not great. Uh, no, but not it good. was <laughs> the first. It, it was Disney 
putting black superheroes on the screen as it is a not that well remembered, but we yeah, remember right it. on the cusp. Yeah. yeah. yeah Before I, I stopped watching that shit. <laughs> no, you would you should have seen it. But Look, I, I was a freshman in high school when this came out. Uh-huh. And I even had to give it a try because it was the first time I was like, oh shit, okay, I'll I'll, I'll try this. Right. And uh, yeah. Well, you know, the crazy the, the the one thing that comes with um, you know, black cinema and our and our origins for it. Um <laughs> You know, I think that there's a lot. Of, I know about that. Yeah, I know you do. There's a lot of different areas that we can start off with this, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna bucket this into a couple of camps since we can branch off a million and twenty ways. I want to tell a tiny history. Yeah, let's thing. Yeah, let's okay. go with some of uh let's go with uh black movies, circa pre two thousand. Oh, and, oh, and, we're going backwards. Yeah, going backwards. Okay, okay. So I was gonna start the twenties, but no, okay. No, 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 we're gonna start. I was, oh, I was, I was, I was gonna start with vaudeville. To be I honest, I was gonna start with the the not the tens. I don't know what you call the nineteen tens. Ten types. It was Wait. like nineteen. Oh, 19, the tens. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. like the actual. Wait, time out. You want to go all the way back then? I mean, I could. Actually, I'm well, a professor in this Don, shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's kick say. this off. Let's go through. <clears throat> I got Mr. notes and shit. Yeah. Brief. Oh, hold on. <laughs> brief brief history of black cinema. Yes. Brief history of black cinema. Part one in a four I wish hour. You could lower these, and I wish you had a smoking jacket, but we'll do this. Oh, the lights? I can dim the lights. <laughs> well, Mr. <laughs> Mr. McGrew, yeah. uh, there's a lot of avenues of how we get into the real. What I consider the golden age of black films. Oh, yeah. Which I'll was speed the 90s, through this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Before we got to. Really and, the and 90s. And now we're in a great renaissance of really good, yes. solidly created black cinema. I want to put but most of the focus somewhere. on those two things. So, yeah, yeah, it did start somewhere. Hello, everyone. I'm Tommy McGrew, and I'm, you need to listen especially today. <laughs> Will so. do, Mr. McGrew. <laughs> oh, God, that was terrible. But, yeah, no. So, basically. <laughs> <little> Timmy. <laughs> Of course, we have to start with the man himself, first black director ever, Oscar Michelle. Mm -hmm. Yes, had an all-black film, which is what I really kind of focused on with this history, because we kind of all know the, the, the basics of everything. But Racism. Pretty much. <laughs> well, like I said, just to set you up, right. vaudeville shows where white guys are putting themselves in blackface and white gloves and simulating black communities and actions and whatnot. And that yes. was that went from that, and that went from the radio shows to from, well, from vaudeville to stage plays vaudeville mm -hmm. to radio shows Amos and Andy right. to broadcast, and then they started going to broadcast and then to movies where you get uh, what was it the jazz singer uh, Al Jolson yeah. who was many a black people don't face. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. well historically no, but I'm just being real yeah. what he put himself with blackface and saying that mammy song that everyone knows. And he it was did a the very whole successful movie for thing. its time, yeah. It was a very successful movie. One of the first, first talkie? First considered one of the first talkies. Okay. It's probably like three or four, but the best and what most widest released one. So you, It's real, like Chicken Run being the first DVD ever in production. Was it? Mm -hmm. Holy really? Shit. Yeah. Everyone had it. I yeah. get it now. But yeah. you know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. Chicken Run was the yeah, first DVD ever put into but production. Funny you bring up. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it, like it, that, right? It, came, it doesn't yeah, count. It came to, but, it's funny you bring up no, jazz. No, no, no. Oh, no. It's not true? Really? I believe so. Yeah, I you believe have the internet so. in front yeah, of you. I'm, I'm so confused. First. No, we all got it, yeah. Yeah, like I said, if it's not the this first. This is great podcast. I know, right? Chicken <laughs> Run first DVD. I believe that is correct, if I'm not mistaken. What was the first movie made on DVD? Oh, my God. I don't want to buy it, internet. For, this is awful podcasting. First. This is ridiculous. Yeah, for the, for the, we are literally trying to find out. Not the point. We're counting it. It's all good. Chicken Runs, first DVD. Is it okay? 
We'll count it. Right. But no, continue, guys, because you guys were having a really good uh, back and forth on some of the... Well, y'all are still on the phones. Yeah, I, I mean, the chicken run thing, man, is really... <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I was about to say... In, yeah, say in anything that takes past yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I was going to counteract his shit with was black directors actually did make counters for two very popular white movies that did not make black people look great. The Jazz Singer being one that we had our first talk, also. Mm-hmm. And also... Birth of a Nation. There was a, a uh, little movie. It was a call, you know. It was an answer to that as well. So yeah, we were there doing our thing the entire time. There was there were colored only theaters. Who do you think made some movies for those? And they also play movies in churches and shit in that time, early twenties, typically. But yeah, no Oscar Micheaux, uh, the first black director. He directed a movie called Within Our Gates, which was a, the answer to Birth of a Nation, I believe. Uh-huh. I would. I believe I mean, so. Let's go. Yes, with. it was. <laughs> yes, it was. So as we uh, in the notes. as we, you know, kind of kick things off into getting into the mid 1900s, yeah. right. get to the 40s and 50s, um, you know, still having that representation of uh, of African-Americans in the way they are, but starting to bridge out and starting to evolve into favorite, more yeah. film options. Mr. McGregor. One of my all time favorite movies is a movie from 1959. I believe it was Shadows. Which was directed by John Cassavetti. They should have talked about him and you. They didn't. God damn! What? It's those Santa Barbara educations. I didn't take, <laughs> to be fair, I didn't take the black cinema course. They should talk about him. He's white. They he's like a legendary director. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about every film, not just American. Okay. So that's the problem. Well, right? yeah, I mean, we and I focus on broadcast. To be fair, oh, that's true. But, that's true. But yeah, no. So uh, yeah, Shadows. It's about a black woman. You, I, when I first saw this movie, it was in college. I actually had a crush on her. She's so charming in this movie. But she passes as white. She has a white boyfriend. He discovers she's black. And then he, you know, has to kind of integrate in that world to feel, you know, figure out his Is it feelings. a drama? It is a drama. That yes. could be a comedy very easily. There's a lot of, like, it would be like a really kind of dark one. But that'd be kind yeah. of it's hilarious, honestly. It depends on, in the 80s, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, like you set the time <laughs> the a little bit different. You tweak know. a few things. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that's kind of. Whimsical. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's considered one of the first indie movies. And shout out to I usually don't give shout outs to IGN, but I give a shout out to them. They have a whole cinema channel, whatever, and they did like top indie movies, and that one was the number one. And I was like, fuck yes. You know what's funny? Respect that. IGN movie wise, they are great. They're actually pretty good. But I think that's because they have a lot of movie lovers who are like pretty critical on their things and actually evaluate. Right, right. But no, okay. Um, and when we think about any other standouts from the 50s for... The 50, I think Dorothy Dandridge came, was okay. around in the 40s. Oh, Sidney uh, Poitier. Of course. That's, yes. Yeah, that's where I was trying to... Okay, that's what you're shifting to. Gotta Nudging. give it up to the legend, right? Yes. Yeah. So... I only uh, know Halle Berry as Dorothy Dandridge. <laughs> the Dixie Cup scene, you remember? The, yeah, I've, we all remember I've the Dixie Cup scene. I've seen it. It's terrible. Terrible. Sorry, I'm pulling her up so we can talk about her. But there is a certain individual who really carried the scene when we think of, um, and oh my gosh, can I? There were a few actually back then. Well, he was, the, he, was, he was the Denzel of that time. Actually, better than Denzel, because he trailblazed it. It would be no Denzel without Sidney Poitier. He said that himself, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Denzel or Sidney Poitier? He said it about himself. D- there Sydney would be was, no Denzel without Hey, Sidney was the most of, gentleman of gentlemen that you could I ever mean, meet. 
Like, Come on, think everyone of, says it. Everyone who's ever met him is just like, Hell yeah, he's the most they were like, gentleman. What he looks like there, yeah, no, that was what he, he the, his wife just gushed about him because well, he died recently, mm-hmm. 2022 or 2021. Something like that. 21, yeah. I think. But at like 96, he, man, lived. He was good. Yeah. And, and, and just left the legacy, man. And that's how you leave. And it had to be, the, this is how you got to do it back then. He had to be perfect. Perfect. Like Will Smith before the slap, perfect, perfect, like super right. fucking perfect. But that was just who the man was. He was just a good, like as close as perfect as you could probably get. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. But the representation he had for his people back then, even with the protests and all that shit, he was still there. Mm-hmm. But he represented us in such a way that white people were like, Jesus, uh, are they that, you know, regal and, yeah, eloquent you know, and eloquent word, yeah. and well-spoken and yeah. Sidney Poitier was all those things. It's, and for some people, he was the first black person that they saw like that. And I mean, he i mean—he is the first African-American actor to win an Academy Award yeah. for Best Actor. And additionally, you know, I mean, he was there for the adaption of... Oh, wow. Okay, Rocky went in. Uh, he was the first oh, no. African-American <laughs> um, to really proliferate and, and bring black men yes. to being that top billing actor, right? Um, and when you think about the 50s to the, uh, I want to say late 60s, yeah. when you really, like, I mean, that's what, when, uh, a, was it No Way Out and um, a Raisin in the Sun? Raisin in the Sun. Uh, um, oh, the Wikipedia. Wow, the Sir one. Fuck. Um, I'm ashamed. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, what is it? Lilies in the, fe- Lilies Lilies in the, in the field, field. But we all know the told, one. Like, 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 <laughs> you know the one. Yeah. The one is one of, like, it's on my top five all time favorites. And that is in the heat of the night. Thank you. Mr. Tibbs. They called me Mr. Mr. Tibbs. Slapped the fuck out of a white man. <laughs> it was beautiful. It's pretty but great. Actually. It's, gra- it's, it's pretty a great, great scene. Yeah. You got to put the other banner up. All right. I'm not Because that's how I know it's the time. I know. I know. I it's know. It's Pete Davidson's brand time. Look, guys. Oh, yeah. It's time <laughs> for our favorite brand that reps the Max Lynch jokes aside. We got to give a huge shout out to Manscaped.com for being able to support the Max Lynch and make sure that we're able to give you the quality content and continue to produce this show as often and, and even more. Um, thanks to y'all guys' support. But really want to highlight the products and deals that they give to y'all through us because ultimately what a sponsorship is is giving us the opportunity to bless your lives with some delicious Manscaped products. Now, you know what? Actually, I'm going to switch it up. I have been talking about these two for a minute. Um, So I want to go back to just the primo, the prime time, the thing that really got Manscaped what it is and all the clout it has. This is the Lawn Mower 4.0. Lawnmower 4.0, we all own one. We all use it to an extent. Use it every day. And <laughs> Tommy's just silk, silk smooth yeah. down there, baby. <laughs> it's amazing. But it's here designed to make sure that you guys are getting some primo care for your undergarments alongside some of those hard to reach places. And I even use it on I use it on anywhere, anywhere to make sure that I'm getting my hair clean. Now, I will honestly say in terms of its compactness and just its ability to travel like it's super easy but also it comes with the wireless charger come uh, uh, wireless right it's well you, it's yeah, wired, you, know, you, know, you have to you don't have to plug that's it in wireless. this is wireless it's a charger charger's it's wired. A charging port yeah but it, it comes with a charging port to make this simple to plug in it comes with a light so that way you're accurate
accurate whenever you're going through your shaving mechanisms, but ultimately, it's just a sneak peek at the quality of the rest of Manscaped's products. Now, the one that we're not talking about, which is the secondary favorite. Well, I, well, I can't even talk about that because we, we, I want you to look this up because it's contractually obligated to talk about, first of all, not Pete Davidson. He's the new face of Manscaped, yeah, which is interesting. That, yeah. I want to be the new face of Manscaped. Why didn't you pick me Manscaped? <laughs> Second of all, though, the jewel, the, the, the underwear... God dang it! What's the name of those underwear? 2.0. Boxers 2.0. Boxers 2.0. I like call. I, I don't call them boxers. Oh, they got new designs. They got no they got new designs, but they got the jewel pouch, and the jewel pouch keeps them goods nice and cool. Because I talk about the 1.0. I've had, I bought a three pack of the 1.0, and then they released the 2.0. And the thing is, we talk about the lawnmower 4.0 and all the various creams and lotions that you can get at Manscaped.com. But the finishing touch is when you have eggs as smooth as you so desire. You can get a pair of those as well, and they have, you know, they're anti-chafing. They have moisture wicking, so you're not all nasty and stuff like that. It's summertime, folks. And if you want all sorts of swamp nuts, you can't have it. That's not how you, that's not, you know, you can't have trademark pending musty nuts. (laughs) You can't have them. So you need to go ahead and get some of those things and and use coupon code MEX20 for 20% off and free shipping. 20% 20% off in free shipping. What a deal. Here's the thing. Also, we only have to do like four ad reads a month. We do it every episode because we like the products we that like much. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm being completely upfront. So go to manscaped.com. Talk about the underwear if you'd like. I, I love them. I'll just make it simple. Look, if you want to perform your favorite kung fu movie moves that you see from your favorite <laughs> black exploitation movies, you're going to need some flexibility, some of that smooth flat lock seams coming from the underwear. We're not kidding. The underwear. That underwear. Just get the underwear. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Not beat around the bush here. Use Max 20. <laughs> get around the, the bush. Yeah. Hey. If you do it right, you won't have one. But dead ass. No, just look. Look me. Look one to one. Heart to heart. Amazing. All of their products. The underwear, primo. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you feel like a I, you can tell I, a difference. <laughs> you can definitely I, I tell a difference. Big boys, I use it exclusively for athletics because they just keep everything so secure. I didn't and think I don't underwear chafe. did that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like the fact that I can go for a walk and not chafe and rub my thighs together, it's a problem. So comfortable, man. Big boys, you know it's a problem. These help. Yeah. Keep that from happening. So, once again, make Fine. sure that you guys go to manscaped.com and leverage coupon code MEX20 for 20% off. And yes, it does usually stack with some of the deals that they have. Can't guarantee it always does, but nine times out of ten when I've gone on there, it works. So, type in that MEX20, get all the already amazing deals they have available on their website that aren't just applicable for the boxers, get the boxers, but they also, if you look at the top, they even have the toiletry bag, free boxers, and free shipping with a performance package purchase. So, make sure that you guys are checking out all the deals they have. Have all the items they have and using that coupon code MAX20 because not only does it support us, not only does it make sure that we can one day send Tommy to Brazil, but it also <laughs> makes sure that your balls will end up thanking you. Now we'll make sure that we get back to the show here in a bit. Thanks, folks. I, I, I want to also so much, expand Shadow. this out into now into our timeline that is a bit more cognizant of where you are, where we are. We'll talk about it in the 90s, go. <laughs> but let's go into the 70s and 80s. When you start wow, to get into wow, the, wow, wow. the more yup, you're getting into what you think about when you go to blaxploitation. Yes. Which is, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Blaxploitation's era films yes. will always have a charm. They no do. matter what age and time do. and place they come from. Look, all 70s films, I think, are black films, honestly. Black exploitation? No, I'm saying all films from the 70s. Okay. 
the culture was so enriched in what most people were shooting at the time and like just black culture in general in the 60s or 70s in particular was just so fucking ingrained in American society that unless you were making a period piece there was black culture in there right there was always elements and pieces my favorite one is uh enter the dragon kung fu black folk are always in kung fu movies because black people I mean, like kung fu yeah. movies but like if we'll you look at that. jim kelly True. but you look at jim kelly in that movie yeah. the motherfucker's dope as fuck it's one of my favorite characters exactly yeah. and he's got the fro and he's kicking ass and doing all those things black and this is jones, like man. wow <laughs> this is awesome and so like the fact that did you ever see black belt jones did i see black belt jones Dude, he carried it over I did to he? his own shit. It's oh, one of my shit. dad's favorite movies. Because <laughs> I just like kung fu movies. Yeah. And once I learned of that marriage between kung fu movies and the black community, I was mm. like, that makes a ton of sense. And actually, that's where I, this is where I wanted to bring that up a bit. Yeah. Where I actually, um, when you think about the real connection, because we, uh, even if you were here for the pre-show, yeah. I was saying that as a community, Hispanics and African Americans are really associated with a lot of the, like, you know, a lot of communities within the American space. Right. Oftentimes we're, you know, in the same spaces. In New York, Los Angeles, yeah. the major cultural Pretty hubs. Pretty much it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miami hubs, occasionally. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Caribbeans are just an example of right. all of that. Right, right. Now, where it comes to like a blend on the big screen of cultures, uh, man, black and Asian cultures in the 70s they and 80s so well. were all intermixed because Kung Fu was the thing. Right. And we they were always cheap. thought it was it cool. Was in every black sport, every like black exploitation character had to know Kung Fu. Well, that was, was a kick. Well, that was a the platform thing. shoe in every last one of those. That's what I learned about, right? Because what yeah. happened was. China was making all these movies, or China, uh, yeah, China and Japan were making all these movies, kung fu movies, and the cinemas in the black communities were able to get them for cheap. So they just put them up, and so they would go, and young African-American children would go watch them, and they would be doing all these kung fu moves, and the black kids would be like, I kind of want to do that. Invented breakdancing. No, that's legit <laughs> from kung fu movies. Oh no! So, shit. You, so when you think of the move where they're swinging the legs yeah. around on the back, that's a kung fu move. That's how they get up. It's a Mortal Kombat. Move. Right? No, yeah. when they do that roll on the on, oh, the, yeah. on the back, right? Yeah. That that was all inspired by like, oh, I want to go do that, and that was one of the influences of breakdancing. It's an interesting fact, right? And yeah. so to say that, oh, the these Asian kung fu movies didn't have any sort of influence of the black community. Oh, that's where you get that. That's where you get that. yeah. uh, Rudy Ray Moore going. He needs to do kung fu. Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> oh, Lil Hawkins, thank you for the subscription. If you guys didn't know, you have a Prime button that you can press. If you have Prime, subscribe. It's free. Yeah, they they uh, they did a hype train last time uh, this week. So man, I really appreciate they, it. They can always do that at any time. Oh, Capoeira, he says. Well, that yeah, kind of uh, makes more yeah, sense. Cap- actually, it, it, yeah. it came from Capoeira as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. A mixture. This is a mixture of yeah, okay. b-boying and a lot. There's a lot of hip hop influence oh, and kung fu influence right. that blended together in conjunction with Hispanic influence from coming from Capoeira. Yeah, Brazil. If, <laughs> if I could, real since one. Brazil is Hispanic. I'm saying no. Yeah. Brazil is the next most diverse country next time. Just specify. I, I want to go there one day. It's when it's uh, you know it's, it's, a, it, it, it's, it's, it's Tom's excellence <laughs> gift whenever we can afford it sometime. Sending me to Brazil. Say <laughs> so, yeah, we're not going. We're we, sending we, you. We, to Brazil. We're sending you to Brazil. I might not come back. That's fine. That's actually right. the plan. <laughs> okay. Send you know to how to get me out. Send of. you to Carnival and just be done with it. That you. would be it. But I, but I do want to. Um, you know, I, I, man, I do want to highlight just how much. And I mean, there's some uh, other just straight uh, kung fu movies highlighted here, but um, there are quite like this is just a short list 
of some of the movies you think of whenever I literally type the Last Dragon, Black Dynamite, Black Belt Jones, The Black Kung Fu Experience, New Fist of Fury, Shaolin, it's just a movie. I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, Dolomite, Human Tornado, Cleopatra Jones. I love that one. And all of those really incredibly like influential films were inspired by kung fu and um, Asian cinema. Right. And so you're starting to see that really breathing into life. The, the, not even, I won't even say stereotypical, but when you think of the, yeah, like, actually, no, the, the image that comes in the head when you think of 70s, 80s, cool black imagery. Right. Right. Really does breathe yeah. life from the films that came out of this era. Right. Right. Um, and Shaft. That was like, that's also the other swing. By the way, Go switch the camera for. I want to count these people. Also, uh, hi, keeping watching y'all on TikTok. Y'all cracking me up, little Hawkins. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, Palo, God, I can't wish I could say Ayuka. Hands down, one of the smoother podcasts on this joint. Not gonna lie. Hey, but oh, yeah, I, like I, I want to shout those out. That was really nice of you. Yeah, you should that. shout that out. I and, appreciate uh, that. But yeah, but Shaft being a part of that style as well. Oh yeah, Shaft is one of the standouts of that era. But like. You know me, I gotta do a quick little history yes. thing. <laughs> yes, sir. So the first black exploitation film people consider the first, it, you know, arguable, I guess, but the main one is Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, which was made by, I, I told Sammy this earlier, t- you know, taught him a little something, <laughs> by uh, Mario Van Peebles' dad, Melvin, who was far more influential than Mario, no offense, Mario. <laughs> but he made basically the first black exploitation film, the way it came from the heart. Everything in it had like some of the tropes of black exploitation films, but it was from the heart. It was the first time it really been done that way. And so, yeah, it's considered a classic, so we had to watch it in film school, but yeah. It was good. What was it called? Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, the which the title itself was controversial. Sweet Sweetback's? Sweet Sweetback's Badass, badass. Song. Great poster, which I wish I could find. Oh, we got Google. We got high-res <laughs> search. Sweet Sweet what? Sweet Sweetback's. Bad, Sweetback's. Like badass money? Song. Hmm. Yeah. I'm interested in this. Most it's- I love 70s rack focus. I love it. They won't bleed me. Fucking love it, man. I, I gone into the, It is a I, legit I, classic. Mm. <laughs> this film is dedicated to all the brothers and sisters who had enough of the man. What? We just want to borrow one of your boys for a couple hours and take him downtown to make us look good. When did you people start getting so interested in black folks? How many men were in the ambush? You all were pretty good news to me slapping up on some white cops. I want them, do you hear? And I want them now. Now you gonna have a nick like that old bear. You got some fat Huey P. Noon co-founder of the Black Panther Party? Yes, yes. sir. Yes. God this damn, is a that fucking was classic, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Never heard him. Whatever, whatever. Martin Luther King, this was great. <laughs> Bingo, we got him. Is this Sweetback's body? Run, Sweetback! Oh, shit. They told me to pick up Sweetback. You sweet back, aren't you? You saved a plan. They were planning to pick in the butt. <laughs> That's why the man's down on you. It 
was rated X also back then. Sweet, sweet. But no, you forgot that badass. I said bad. Oh, the long. Has a yeah. bunch of S's My bad. I did forget about the badass. <laughs> Ramen Ibachi in the chat. I have to see that. I have it's to see this, too. It's fucking amazing. It's culturally important. Well, like, the, it's a significantly important Well, the fact that it's film. like, you sick of the man? I'm like, I am sick of the man. Yeah. I'm always sick of the man. <laughs> I want to see this. And I mean, <laughs> I would call it probably the best of the black exploitation genre. It's also screaming out just authenticity. That's what I'm saying. And flavor and all of the things. That all the really... shit other people copied was from that. And I mean, can you blame them? Fuck no. If you watch it, even you're like, if you've seen any black exploitation film, they feel dated. You can pick things out of it that you like, right? And you can laugh at it for the you know, yeah, mystery science theater three thousand kind of way, but yeah. like. This is off. Like I said, it, you feel the authenticity. You're like, no, this isn't a joke. This is someone half-assing trying to do this. This is this came from him. This idea of the fight the man, you know, the white people are the enemy type thing for this fucking seventies. Right. <laughs> yeah, that that came from the fucking soul. He spent so much. Like he spent his own money. He almost went broke from the the story behind it alone is it's its own like true story. His son did a made his first movie was mm -hmm. the true story of how his dad made this movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just called Sweetback. I, I don't know. It's and not I mean, that good, but <laughs> but this movie is. The original is very good. And when you're screaming out all this authenticity, yeah. this is also what leads into black film being able to take those steps to get into some other variables. Because right. when we think about black exploitation films, they really didn't end until the 80s, right? Um, yeah. Or yeah, like, like in, the, in the 80s, and I don't right even. And I mean, shoot, if you really want to get crazy with it, um, <laughs> it, it through it, the it 90s, go into the 90s, <laughs> yeah. if we wanted it to. Oh, it, it just evolved. P Pootie Tang is but a movie really that just, exists. It's actually it really just evolved. <laughs> so that one should not exist. But um, <laughs> when you think of also what's coming out in the, uh, and now we're in the era of the 80s, which is. Can I give one more shout out to the 70s? Yes, yes please go ahead. Because people are already taking their notes right now. Yeah, They're saying, yeah. like, what are movies we can watch in this era? So, Tommy. Ganjin Hess should be the next one that you watch. You would love it. Ganjin God Hess. damn, you would love If they made a remake Wait. of Ganjin Hess, you would be gone. Ganja and Ganja Hess. Ganja and Hess. Ganja Look as it in, up. I want to see Ganja this. and Hess as in H E S S. Ganja and Hess. I haven't seen Hess. this one in a long time. The Blood Couple. Yeah. It's. Uh -huh. It's sophisticated. It was the first one. This was a black exploitation film that kind of went against the grain. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, no, we're going to do something completely different. We're going to go a little avant-garde. We're going to, you know. Bad blood just, runs between them. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. But it came out around the same time to kind of buck against the whole, you know, black exploitation thing because the filmmaker who made it was just like, eh, like that doesn't represent all. Right, right, right. <laughs> so he wanted to make a more elegant movie that he was like i want to make a movie where white people could have been the leads right and you know just put black people there right but i would also say this is when you really start to get into some of those really iconic black movies that you think of when you think of black movies yeah. not to say that you know black exploitation doesn't come to mind say, shout out to pam greer too though oh yeah come on oh, yeah. <laughs> tj come yes, on yes there's so many but there's she's so one many of the people. mains though yeah um but when Earth you kid also just but Earth the kid is when you think of woman. the 80s right that's <laughs> still wonderful Go. you've got what you've got really the 80s to me was kind of a slump period. But no, no I mean, you have Purple Rain, right? Which is... Yeah, that's the first one I think of. That's the poster in my so, apartment. So I heard <laughs> I heard the story. It was like, a, a, like a, a Reddit post about Purple Rain, just to bring it up, that the producers of the movie wanted to take this story, make it a white guy, 
and they wanted to get John Travolta to play him. Yeah. And I'm it's like, hilarious. what? And they go, Prince was like, fuck that. No. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. They go, okay, well, you're going to get a quarter of the budget, and we're changing the name. And he's, I'm going to change the name to That's Purple fine. Rain. I'm Prince. <laughs> that movie is, fu- that should actually be on my top three. That movie been. is hilarious. It should not be. It should not be. <laughs> some of the things be. that happened, was it Morris Day? Yes. Oh, he the makes best that movie. villain. He, oh, my God. And the time. And the time. Yeah. That is one of the best movie villains of all time. Is Morris Day he is villain. But you like him. Yeah, exactly. You actually like him more than Prince in that movie. Because, yeah, Prince, Prince is a terrible guy in that movie. Morris Day is likable. Him and Jerome? Come on. Yeah. But I, you know. <laughs> it's a compelling. Lake Minnetonka, all of it. Well, oh, funnily no. enough, I've never seen Purple Rain. Oh, what? my God. Really? No, nah, I never. It's just never. 80s as fuck. It is the most. Mm- you like, like, Mo Money is the most 90s? Yeah. This is the most okay. 80s. The intro, the intro to Purple Rain is let's go crazy with them putting on fingerless gloves, sequins, and fishnets. Lace. Lace. Lots of lace. Just, it's Prince. Right. No, but Wait, no everyone around intro. Prince. No, it's the, the purple intro. aura went around. So, <laughs> everyone. Do you remember in Batman, was it forever, where they were doing the bat suit, suit ups, where it's just cuts of them putting nipples on the gloves? And shit. The nipples yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's that, but with 80s garb. Yes. <laughs> it's like this movie is suiting up to be. Watch that. I swear, put it on. <laughs> If we're gonna start the I'm 80s. not I'm not touching Prince stuff. No, why not? Don't you dare. I, oh, we'll are. get yoinked. No, no we won't. He's oh, dead. He's no, his estate is Prince no, no, it used to be. He died and his estate put his shit on digital and they put that shit on YouTube. It's everywhere now. The estate it. the estate sold out. I'm still respecting I'm mad about it. Don't get me wrong, I'm upset about it. But Prince's estate sold his ass out. Did you know that the first movie to use a Prince song in however many years Kingsman probably since Prince was Kingsman 2? Yeah, no. It was bullshit. It was dumb. <laughs> and I loved the scene because it was like, it's a great scene. Was, it's Prince, but it's not that good of a scene. Prince, it's elevated by Prince. It is. That's what he does. I, play the intro just a little bit. It's the first It's my favorite soundtrack 30 seconds of all time, by the way. Of, just look up uh, yes. intro of Purple Rain. Speaking of which, you love music. Uh, movie. How the fuck? Like, Purple Rain is probably the best soundtrack ever created. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What What else you got? You it's tell me what else. Movie? <laughs> he would have said it. Don't you dare. Don't you dare compare the Goofy Movie soundtrack to Purple Rain. Oh, TJ. <laughs> Don't do it. I got myself a motion. Come on. <laughs> it is. Um, but, no. Oh my god! Uh, no. But let me I can't go think ahead of and another play, song. Let me go ahead and play this in traditional VHS fashion. Oh, tracking, yes. Kids don't know about that shit. Yeah. See, this is the the grain will keep us from getting copyrights. <laughs> you can pass one. Come on. Oh. <laughs> of course, we just talk over, it and you can switch to the cameras to keep us from. Yeah, that's the only thing you got to do. <laughs> Is to keep us reading copyright stricken. Is to keep the audio going while we talk to, over it, but not to have the video going. And then when the important things come on, but once it hits that, uh, you know, yeah, the afterward, yeah. Right now, just smoke, smoke the silhouette, right? You can switch, you can switch back to it. Yeah, yeah. Purple rain. Nice. So we call up that shrinking You know the one. Doctor, everything will be alright. Now this starts kicking in. Yeah, you gotta stop because I will go. No, go ahead. Console. No, no, switch. Now you can switch to the video. I'll win. This is okay. We are setting up the '80s right this now. This is the beginning of this film. Damn. Go crazy. Go, Chris says I want to watch it. 
This is 80s. If this doesn't get you hyped up, though, like you want to be at that concert naturally because it's Prince. But yeah. I'm saying I'm not wanting to be at that concert. You want to be in this time. Okay, now it's just this is in performance. But that intro where there's like people's those people's faces and like they're putting on the clothes and stuff. It looks like Euphoria. It's yeah. It looks like a scene from Euphoria now. Yeah, it's very purple and neon. <laughs> All and neon, a lot of pink, a lot of fog. Yeah, that movie. Was Silhouettes like, everywhere. Like and lace. Just turbo, yeah. Exactly. It so you're going to watch this tonight, right? Not, Not tonight. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but like, it's kind of like a, um, what was the the Twilight Zone, where it's like, now we're entering the 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like people with a cigarette and a suit. <laughs> walks away. Smoking folk, inside. <laughs> so, so for context here, Prince was a latter edition in my um, What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I just thought it was a kind of uncomfortable. Second phase? I can see that you're so, younger. So, so no, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I was MJ all through and through. I was. Oh, yeah, and okay. I said, yeah. my pop is different. Uh, but you have to get you do have to get a little older. You have to, to get a little older Prince. to appreciate yeah. Prince. And I mean, one of my favorite songs is um, Chelsea Rogers, which isn't even a super popular song. No, it's not. It's really, really. But we're gonna go diamonds and pearls. Oh no, man! I, I love Chelsea, good, I, Chelsea Rogers. <laughs> five minutes of what? But um, yeah, I, and see, that's what I love about Prince is the people who like him. Everyone I like, what's your favorite Prince song? It's some shit that I'm like. Oh, I remember that song. It's not that good, I don't think. <laughs> right. But to lots of people, like like I said, Diamonds and Pearls is one of my favorites, and it might not be a lot of other people's favorites. Right. But I mean, um, let's also go into, like, it wasn't just Purple Rain. You also have another movie based off of purpleness. My, my favorite movie. Oh, directed col- by Steven Spielberg. The yes. Color Purple. Which, oh, that's right. Look, TJ, I'm sorry, Sandy, we got to go here, though. It's fine. How many times did you have to watch it growing up? I want to I wanna bridge this gap. Enough. A lot, actually. I, I no, let me be honest. Let me be honest with you. Okay. I've seen the color purple. <laughs> <sighs> I want over anybody. five times. Over that's all. Over five. Look at I got some. That could be any number though. I got some. <laughs> I might even say over. Look at it. my grandmother, whose English is her second language, mm-hmm. used to call that movie the color people. She loved the movie. That's fine. I know. But we were like, Grandma, you can't say that. You can't say it. But she loved the movie. She She would have fed black children, no? I I would assume so. Yeah. I would hope so. But I'm just saying, that's. I knew a lot of women like it. That's kind of funny, though. (laughs) This is the movie. That's the movie I said, the color people. And I'm like, no, crap, the color purple. It's a test for black people because every black person teaches. Oprah's in it, right? By legal obligation. We'll get to that part. By oh, TJ, not even it's like I've seen that movie more than I've seen any other movie in my life, and really? it's like a three-hour movie. I know it is from the, from birth know. to now. Like it's the like they, it was just on in the background. It felt like all the fucking time <laughs> in see, black households. The only reason why I wouldn't even say it tops mine is because I didn't have it on VHS, <laughs> but on TV it's still on top ten of how and much your, I've seen. And your mom's it. gonna put it on there. Most likely, yeah. If it's on, it's, staying it's, on. it's gonna stay on. That's and it's just like I don't know a black person who hasn't seen that movie so many times they could practically say it word for word, even if they don't realize they can say it word for word. Especially I know the whole Harpo. Black. I know the whole after, you know, Oprah gets beat by Harpo scene. You told Harpo to beat me. It's crazy, Sammy. It was just subliminal now. <laughs> like, and yeah, I mean, it's okay movie. I suppose it's it's it didn't age super it, great. It, it's. It is. It's good though. It's competently made. It's almost made. a flip. Yeah. Of whenever you start to think about, okay, we're in mid '80s. Mm-hmm. We are thinking about those Titanic, and I mean Titanic in terms of how much it's just been out there and proliferating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the color purple. I mean, I don't want to get into it too much because it can take. It. I mean, it could be its own thing. <sighs> yeah. But remaking it, it, by the way, into a musical. Wait, what? 
that's a whole thing. Look it up if you want to. It depresses me, but go uh, ahead. Well, now we get into now we get into my era too, right? Well, we do we have to take a commercial break, or are we going to go even further? I mean, because because the nineties is a heavy hitter. Nineties is the main one, right? I think it's time for a commercial break. Quick that shout way, we can get it to, in to other eighties. Yeah, all of Eddie Murphy shit. Oh yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Pause. Stop what you, it. What? This is we're the not, 80s. We're not done with the 80s. Oh, I thought we were moving on. No, oh, I thought we were moving oh, on. Oh, yeah. No, stop like it. We I never on. said Don't that. Don't go nowhere, people. He made it seem that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure we showcase the man himself. in 1988. Your, one of your favorite films on your list just now right. dropped. And when I think about true and blue late 80s movies yeah. coming to America. It's the best. Is at the top it's of the, the list. the best fucking one. I mean, and Do the Right Thing also is also really good. But I. Um, do the Right Thing is excellent. Um, which is nope. 89. 89, right. But oh, man, yeah. when you think shout of Eddie, and, 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 and he deserves, I mean, I'm giving a huge shout out to him. Yeah. Eddie Murphy and his work on just 90s, 80s black films Whew. coming to America really was, I think, the thing yes. that set him up to be the dude, that dude when it comes to He movies. was a confident motherfucker. He hosted Saturday. He was the first ever cast member to host the show. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, because he was it. It was the Eddie Murphy show. Right. And a lot that, of people didn't like that at the time. A lot of people didn't like that shit. But he's got movie office, but he had the confidence to be like, yeah, I can do all this shit. Yeah. And so he got Beverly Hills Cop, I believe was his first. Because like... And yes, sir. Some people might forget. And then, yeah, some people might forget how big he was. Actually, no, no, was it was um, uh, by looking at it, forty-eight hours. Oh, you are right. Yes, and then forty-eight hours was his first. We went to Trading Places, yep. Beverly Hills Cops. My goodness, yeah, Har- all classics. Harlem Nights, Beverly Hills Cop Two, Coming to America. That's all the eighties. All eighties. All the eighties. Norbit. That's that's in his least <laughs> finest that's what, hour. That's what I'm saying, that's right? That's what made him retire. Is that while. people? <laughs> is that people might forget? Like, oh, Eddie Murphy, man, he does the yeah. Doctor Doolittle. He people does don't the faces know when he was. Noises. He was Eddie Murphy. He was like he Ed, was Tom Hanks status. Some people might know Charlie Murphy more than him because yeah, of those stories. Spell show. Spell show. But Eddie Murphy was a phenomenon. Oh God! Like, All those movies he named were hits. Right. Every last one of them. Ima- yeah. Imagine having a was a was a six movies he named a six movie run. Yeah. Top you got about charts. another forty-eight hours. Oh, it might have been nineteen ninety, though. You're right. Yeah. But still, and I like, mean, no, I mean he, because okay, for me, Eddie Murphy, uh, early comedy, dope, right? His early, um, his early comedy sets. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, delirious. But, and, uh, oh, yeah. but I mean, how yeah. I was introduced to him was his films, and when you watch him. And you're looking at his comedic timing, his voice work, his ability. He would always, I mean, if you think about coming to America, he acts as like five different people in that movie. Yeah, that's, right. that was, I think that was the first movie where he started to do that, where he got in touch with, I think it was, was it Rick Baker? The, yeah. Yeah, the famous makeup artist. And that was their first collaboration, I believe. And he got to play a shitload of characters. And it was great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when it comes to just an icon to black cinema at the time. Um, He's it. For the 80s, He anyway. led it to <laughs> yeah. being that thing. And I'm not going to try and take away anything from Eddie Murphy from really proliferating. But, man, if you haven't seen Coming to America, you're doing yourself That's a disservice. crazy to me. Because it's still <laughs> it's funny. It's nuts. It's so funny. It still holds up. But it's also just a charming... It gives you the 90s feels you expect from movies 80s, in terms of... No, I, I know. I'm saying in the, oh. a 90s warm sort oh, yeah, of that like shit. Yeah. reminiscent... Like, cause not to say that '80s is that far removed from a '90s film, but what I what I mean is like there's a particular warmness. Oh yeah, that comes to some of those charming. It's a wholesomeness uh, to it. That that you just yeah. 
No, you're like, I'm in that late 80s. Yeah, 90s. 90s, 90s that era comfort. Yeah. Nostalgia. Like, well. this is not a black movie, but just speaking on that comfort, like, Father of the Bride for me is that. Mine's The Sandlot. That's a good one, too. Like, it's just Sandlot it's a wholesomeness. And Little was, Rascals. I always watch like those as those. a kid so yeah. much. Good Buckwheat is his character. He's black. I just had to think of a black character to tie it in. I had to tie it in. We're not doing that. I had to tie it in. (laughs) And Murphy played Buckwheat. (laughs) Hilariously. And Gumby. Fantastic. (laughs) I want to get to the big time hitters. And then I got to talk about the dark era because there's a certain. Oh, there's. Yeah. Oh, I'm going in. But um, what time we have allotted? It's time for a commercial break. So y'all guys stay tuned. We'll make sure to get it real quick and we'll be back in a heartbeat. So just bear with us and we're going to switch it over to a commercial break before we come back with 90s and beyond films and alongside the current state of black cinema. Oh my God. 